Hello and welcome to episode 14 of Analog on Relay FM. This episode of Analog is brought to you by our friends at lynda.com. This is where you're going to instantly stream thousands of courses created by industry experts for a 10-day free trial. Visit lynda.com slash analog and our friends over at Hover. Simplified Domain Management. My name is Mike Hurley, and I am joined, as always, by Mr. Casey Liss. Hello, Mike. How are you? I'm very well, Casey Liss. How are you? I'm doing well, thank you. I am awake, which is saying something, so that's good. Congratulations. <laughs> Actually, I painted it's much worse than it is. Uh, Declan's been sleeping pretty well, so, so I'm, I'm spoiled for now. Now that I'm getting used to sleeping reasonably well, he, everything will change, and he'll turn into a complete jerk. But for now, I'm enjoying it. You back at work now? Yeah, ish. I've been doing basically half days. Um, I think Monday I did a half day at home. Tuesday I did half day at home, half day at the office. Wednesday and today, which is Thursday, I did um, half day off, half day at the office. Tomorrow I'm doing half day at home, half day off, and then next week I think I'm starting full days at the office. So, have you cried at any point when leaving the house? No. No, I haven't. I've definitely yeah. not been. It's it's kind of bittersweet, actually, because on the one side, it's nice to kind of feel regular and normal again. But on the other side, I don't want to leave Aaron and Declan at home. So it, it's a very weird thing. Plus, the uh, project that I'm working on at work is challenging these days and not in the fun way. But that's okay. Mm. Yeah, but, that's, that's, that's like... It was like when I would work on tough things at work and I had something more interesting at home. Yep. It's kind of just, it makes it all suck the more, but your project is a life. Yeah, it's exactly. Kind of, kind of a bit, bit, bit bigger project, I think. Yeah. Um, and it so far, everything's going pretty well. Um, but yeah, things are good. But more importantly, enough about that. Today is the is the day of Mr. Mike Hurley. What is going on with your with your big jobby job. Are you still there or did you actually walk out? No, I've completed week one. I've completed week one of, of, uh, of retirement. being my own boss. Yet. Well, fun employment is, is the term I'm going to be using. Something like that. Mm -hmm. uh, and so I have a series of questions for you, mostly about your departure that I'd like to ask. And then we Good. have a series of things that are in the uh, show notes that, that we both want to talk about. Yeah, so, I, one one of the things that I wanted to after you quizzed me about my departure, I want to run through the week mm -hmm. and kind of just talk about what it's been like so far, the first, first full week. Excellent. All right, so let's talk about the leaving process. Um, did mm -hmm. you make a speech? Yeah, actually. How did that so, go? Well, it was kind of broken to, to two parts, kind of. The first one was on uh, on Wednesday. We had a small team meeting for our team of 13. And everyone sat around the table. And my boss made... She's the first time she's ever done this. I don't know why she did it. Um, she made everybody in the team say something about me. Is that and not the most awkward thing? Like, wonderful That was why she awkward. did it. That was why she did it. She did it because she knew how awkward it would be. Uh, and then <laughs> I just said something at the end. I kind of, and then, and then the next day on, on the Thursday, um, that was when the entire department gathered around and they gave me my leaving gifts and my card. What do you mean leaving gifts? What is that about? So everybody that leaves, there's like a collection and you get given something. 
What? So what did you get? I got um, a scarf, uh, a mug, which, which is in the shape of a penguin. It's a nice one, though, like a ceramic mug, uh, and some coffee. It's very nice. They so didn't give nice you an umbrella? They didn't give me an umbrella. I have an umbrella. Well, I guess, I guess you're actually pretty much issued that right out of the womb there, aren't you? Yes. Ah, excellent. Okay. Here you go, dear boy. Here's a brolly for you. <laughs> Off you go now. Cheerio. And, uh, yeah, so everybody gets leaving gifts. Uh, and they're usually bought by somebody in the team, so they kind of are familiar with what that person likes or what that person should have. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it's that, that sort of thing. It's a very very nice, smart scarf, and, and they know that I like my coffee, so... I was that's that's how that was how that went down and then the, uh, there's a card uh, and the card was made like by our internal studio team. Okay. Um. So it's basically uh my face in the middle, uh. But around the outside is. Do you remember the Looney Tunes? Do you remember like the yeah, yeah. the? Do you remember like the circles? So mm-hmm. it, it would be like the that's all folks, and it would yep, be like yep, the, yep. the concentric circles. It's that, and it says that's all folks at the top which is quite funny. And then it's kind of inside. It's just lots of messages from everyone. Everyone kind of signs it and stuff. Um, Now, hold on. I have to stop you right there. Can mm -hmm. you please put a picture of that into the show notes? Please. Just the front. Yes, I can do that. Oh, thank you, Mike. Let me just, I'm just reading the front of it quickly because there's a, there's a little note underneath. You can can like put a post-it note over anything you want to obscure or just cut it. No, it's fine. Okay. It's fine. I'm making a note now. Take a picture of leaving card so okay i have a note now to do that um and then my boss kind of talks about me tells a couple of funny stories i i, I can't remember any of this by the way I'm, I'm, and I, and then i said something i think it was something along the lines of like i kind of didn't want to leave the bank to leave the bank like that's not why i'm going and if I didn't have this other thing, I probably wouldn't leave. Mm-hmm. So it makes it kind of bittersweet, you know? Sure. Because I don't is want that, to leave. So that's a bold-faced lie is what you're saying. No, it's not I'm really, I'm I don't think. I mean, because I complain, but I think everyone complains. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. I, I genuinely, I don't think I would have, I would have gone because um, I quite like the people that I work with, like I actually worked with. Um, I do did really like them. And... Uh, do still really like them, even though I don't work with them. And uh, yeah, so th- there was that, and and then uh, kind of got on with the rest of the day. Uh, yeah, and that's kind of how the day went, at least on the Thursday. So the Thursday was not my last day, though. The Friday was my last day. All right. So tell me about leaving drinks. How amazing was that? Uh, they were they were pretty good. It was pretty good. Uh, it was a lot of people um, that I liked. You know that that came and the the place that we went to uh, has its cocktails and it's two for one cocktails um, in their happy hour, which was from which is from like five till seven, and then they have an app that you can download and you can start your own personal appy hour. What does that even mean? So you can so, get cheap appetizers? No, it's app because it's happy because it's an app okay okay right so it's it's another happy hour so what you do is you take your phone to the bar you give your phone to the bar person they put in this code and then you have a one hour time like it ticks down and during that hour if you bring that phone to the bar drinks are two for one again 
So we decided that we would set it up like a relay race. <laughs> uh, so That's everyone, amazing. So basically, we, everybody had two for one drinks all night. Because anytime anyone wanted to go to the bar, they would ask who had the happy hour and we'd give the phone to that person they'd go to the bar. That's amazing. I had lots of cocktails. I don't even know how many. I know I had three old fashions. Now, Yuck. like that, but that was towards the end of the night. So having three of them, like I know, I only ever really drink one of them usually because it's like a long drink. So yeah, I had I had lots of, 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 uh, of drinks, which is good because it's kind of what I wanted. You know, I wanted to... But I wasn't like falling over or anything like that. I I was able to control myself because we were drinking over many hours, like maybe five hours or something. And uh, yeah, I I enjoyed it and it was fun. And uh, my brother came. Oh, he was there. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, because he was he was in town. So it was really I I I enjoyed myself a lot. Actually, it was nice. Um, And I woke up the next day and my throat was really really sore because when I get drunk, I shout. Yep, like that's me. Not, not like in the middle of the place. I just shout. I just start talking really loudly. Mm-hmm. Um, I then realized the next day that now I need to be more careful. <laughs> yeah, because these vocal cords—they're making you the—they're making your living now. Yep, this, this voice writes the checks. So yeah, that's a better way of phrasing. I couldn't figure out a clever way to put that, but yes, that's exactly so right. So I kind of shouldn't do that. I need to take more care uh, of of my voice now. Now, I have to say, I was almost more excited about your leaving drinks than you were insofar as I had pretty much demanded under threat of leaving the show mm. that you I must about this. You must call me at some point during the evening, which yeah. this works out actually very much. Or the, the time difference works very much in our favor because I usually go to bed pretty early for someone of my age. And you called me, I think it was like midnight or half midnight. Is that even a thing? Did I do that right? No one would say that. I'd say half 12. Anyway, so half 12 or something like that, your time. But for me, it was like, I don't know, 7.30 or something like that. And you were annoyingly coherent. I was very disappointed in you. I'm, I have like a limit. I don't know what the limit is, but it's like I am, as as a drunk person, whenever I do get drunk, which is not very often actually, maybe only a handful of times a year at the very, very most, Um. I can kind of take a lot and then I kind of just go over this bump and then it's, you know, I can barely stand up. But I don't know how much it takes. It seems to differ day to day. Yep. Uh, So, yeah, I kind of got to that point and I hadn't passed it. So I was was doing pretty good. So I was able to have a a relatively coherent conversation with you. However, I had had lots and lots of alcohol by that point. Yeah, I was glad to speak to you. I was glad you remembered to call. I very much appreciated it. It meant a lot. Um, I wish I could have been there. I don't Um, know why I remembered to call you. Because that's the kind of care you have about this relationship. I I guess so. But I don't know what it was because I was in the back of the taxi. I must have been like reading Twitter or checking messages or something and and saw you were there and then remembered to call you. Because like I didn't have like a reminder set or anything. Right. I mean, you were, like I said, you were pretty coherent. So um, it, was, it was good to talk to you. If, if the world was a different place and it would have been even marginally convenient for me to go, I totally would have crashed that party. I don't know if it would have been the right time for you, though. No, it wouldn't have been. It would have been a terrible idea, but I still would have done it. <laughs> All right. So I have a few more questions. But before I do that, do you want to tell us about something that you really enjoy? I would love to. Let me tell you for a moment about our friends at lynda.com who provide you with an easy and affordable way 
to help you learn awesome stuff. Lynda.com helps individuals and organizations alike learn things about, mm, about anything you really want. Software, web development, graphic design, and so much more. With Lynda.com, you can instantly stream thousands of courses created by industry experts and the software companies alike in some instances to provide you with training that is very timely. Sometimes the same day that new versions of software products are released or maybe as soon as the product is out there, they get right on it and they have something for you as quickly as possible. All of lynda.com's courses are produced with the highest quality standards in mind. These aren't like homemade videos that you're going to find on YouTube. They're also broken down into bite-sized pieces so they're really easy for you to digest and so you can sit and take them in, you know, in little little bites here and there. You want to, oh, I just want to learn this bit today, this bit tomorrow, and you can plan out your week of learning things on lynda.com. And you can learn wherever you want as well. If you want to learn on the iPhone, the iPad, maybe on Android, they have maps that are full of those. But they're also, of course, in the web browser. So you can learn on the go wherever you want. For just one low monthly price of $25, this gives you unlimited access to over 100,000 video tutorials that feature searchable transcripts. So you're able to go in. Not only can you follow along whilst the video is going and you can see what's being said, but you can go in later and just search for a certain word, jump back to that point in the video and pick up on that thing that you think you may have forgotten about. Some of the courses that, that Linda have whilst I was perusing recently, I found some interesting courses on management training. So maybe you want to learn how to better manage the team that you're a part of. Maybe you want to learn a bit more about getting things done. They have a course on that is on this presented by David Allen, the creator of GTD himself. I also have courses on typing skills. So if you ever wanted to learn how to touch type, lynda.com can help you. This is one that I'm going to do, actually, because I had some problems in my neck recently, and my physiotherapist told me I need to learn how to touch type. So I'm going to be taking this course myself. If for some crazy reason you've yet to try out lynda.com, now is the time, because we have a special extended 10-day free trial for listeners Ooh. of this show. I know. Very fancy, huh? Don't hear that everywhere, Casey. No, you Ten do not. Ten days. Listen, if you go to lynda.com slash analog, that's L-Y-N-D-A dot com slash analog, you can sign up right now for a 10-day free trial for listeners of this show. Thank you so much to Linda for their continued support of this show and of all of Real FM. Linda are a great supporter of ours, actually, and, and I really appreciate it. So... If you haven't gone and checked them out recently, you think it might not be for you or you just haven't gotten around to it, just go and do it anyway because it will help support us. And I'm sure you're going to find some stuff in there that you like and you'll probably definitely want to sign up for an account. Thank you so much, Linda. Thanks, Linda. All right. So we can rapid fire these questions. I mean, if you have a lot to say, feel free to say a lot, but um, they're, they're not necessarily designed to cue a uh, three-hour monologue because I know we have a lot we need to talk about. Um, what was the worst part about leaving? leaving mm -hmm. or just like that, is that your answer <laughs> yeah yeah the worst part was actually just walking out of the door um oh what what music did you play i i mean obviously you tweeted about it or either you, either that or you told me privately but i believe we talked about that you would you were trying to pick out a specific song to play as you walked out of the bank and what did you end up with let me run through the day a little bit oh okay yeah so so i, I actually arrived early for some reason this is on, on friday, friday? Okay. yeah so I was staying at my grandma's house um, because my brother was in town as well, so he was going to stay there. So I stayed there, and she, she actually lives 15 minutes from my office. 
So I was able to to leave. I kind of woke up and I was feeling okay, um, surprisingly. Uh, so I kind of just decided that I would go in. I got ready, went to the office. I arrived a bit early, uh, just before nine, and uh, we all went for our team breakfast. I came back from team breakfast and I started to feel not so clever anymore. Um, <laughs> so, wait, what did you I, have for breakfast? Uh, bacon bagel. Ah, uh, see, the the key word there was bacon. So that that could have done enough to set you straight, but apparently not. No. And I and then and then but then more than that, I was like, no, I'm done now. Like I I had actually answered all of my email that morning to the point where I was able to have done everything with it. Deleted the two emails that I didn't want to touch anymore because uh, they've been <laughs> sitting in my inbox for months and uh, didn't want them anything to do with them. Um, and then I was kind of just like, no, I'm I'm done. Like I'm I want to leave now. So I asked my boss if she needed anything. She wanted me to just talk through a couple of things, which I did. Then I unplugged my computer. Uh, I got my BlackBerry out of my bag. Um, never turned that BlackBerry on. Did I ever tell you this? I didn't, I didn't realize you had a work BlackBerry. I have a work BlackBerry, and I only ever turned it on when I worked at home so I could use the soft token thing for two-factor authentication. Mm-hmm. Aside from that, it was just off and in my bag the entire time. It drove people crazy. Because you weren't available all the time? Because I just didn't have it. I was like, well, call me on my desk phone. If you can't reach me, send me an email. Like, I don't believe in Blackberries. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's insane. Uh, sorry for anybody that believes in them, but I I see people attached to them. I, I, I knew I once received an email from somebody from their Blackberry when they were on safari in Africa. Like, I, yeah, I no. don't know what to say to you. Yep, uh, nope, definitely not. Um. It's not your business. It's okay. Um, so I handed all that stuff in and my pass, and then she had to escort me out of the building, mm-hmm. which is standard because otherwise I can't get out because you need your passes to get out, and the security will wonder how you got in if you don't have a pass. So, but throughout the day, I knew how to me how important it was, like to think of what is going to be the song that I will listen to, mm-hmm. um, and. I had no idea, and I I came to the conclusion that I wanted it to have a sweet guitar riff to it, um, because I wanted that kind of like yeah kind of moment. I didn't want anything that was going to make me cry or anything. Uh, so I went with. I decided that I was going to go with like a classic band of some description. So I decided Queen, and then it was kind of down to a couple of different choices. Like I had like um, Don't Stop Me Now, or We Are the Champions. But I ended up going with another one bites the dust because I just it just made me smile when I thought of it. So uh, basically, what I did was I knew that I was going to be escorted downstairs. This is so important to me. I don't know why this was so important to me, but it was. So I before I started to leave the building, I got the got it ready in Beats Music. Press play, pressed pause, so it was ready. I plugged my headphones into my phone and then kind of just tucked them into my pocket again. So as soon as I went through the barriers, I could just take them straight out, put them in my ears and press play. Nice. And I, yeah, and so then I just kind of walked towards the escalator, got on the escalator, turned around, looked at the logo of the company, Mm -hmm. smiled to myself, walked out with some mist, a little bit misty eyed, but, but feeling pretty good. Awesome. But the whole thing has been really bittersweet. 
Like Mort- the whole leaving process is really bittersweet in the end, which is wasn't what I was expecting. I was about to say, is it more so than you expected? Yeah, I mean, especially how I've always like I was explaining to pe- like people like, oh, how does it feel? And I was like, it's not how I w- wanted it to be. Like there was always like this this idea in my mind as I thought about this over the years that it would be like a huge fu and I would leave, you know. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't like that at all. Um, which is good. I mean, I'm pleased that it wasn't like that. But, you know, that was how I was kind of imagined it, like this blaze of glory that I always uh, assumed. You know, like I always like imagined like flipping a desk over and walking <laughs> or something, you know. Uh, and then it just ended up being kind of this like slightly happy, slightly sad kind of kind of thing. But it was good. It was good. I mean, and, I'm, and, it, and it's it. Friday, it's done. Nice. Uh, what was the best part about leaving? Um, it was probably just leaving. Actually, just walking out of the building in the end, uh, because I left before lunchtime. <laughs> I was like, "No, I'm done." So I left at like half past eleven. I I had left the building. That was probably my favorite bit, just because I was just in the end. Was like, "Screw it, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm gone now." <laughs> nice. Um, a week on, and and you can tell me that we should table this question for later. What do you What do you miss the most so far? Uh, I I don't know. I don't. I don't really miss anything. Um, okay. I mean, it's fair. That that's not necessarily a bad thing at all. Just wasn't sure if it would be like, oh, I really miss the particular brand of coffee they had there, or something no, like it was that. Horrible. Well, I'm not there's, there's a couple of. I I miss one or two people. Mm-hmm. Um, but I actually have lunch with them next week. So awesome. Um, what do you? And again, th- th- I might be jumping ahead here. What do you cherish the most about not going to work? Do you do you love the fact that you don't have to get on the tube? But because you did take the tube in, right? Yeah. Okay. Do you love that you don't have to get on the tube? Do you love that you can do your fussy coffee routine? What do you think you cherish the most so far about not working at the office? It's the fussy coffee in bed, reading Twitter in the morning. What do you mean? In you, you have the fussy coffee in bed? No, I wake up. Uh, first thing I do now when I wake up is check my email. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been like that for a while because a lot of actual things that I do need or I'm waiting for happen when I'm asleep. Um, well, I'm sure that will start to change. But um, so I kind of wake up and I I get myself out of bed after a little bit and then I go downstairs. I make my coffee. Um, and then I bring the coffee back up to bed, and then I get into bed for a bit and just and read Twitter and drink my coffee. Nice. That is now my kind of like morning ritual, waking up routine mm-hmm. type thing. Cool. Um, the only other question I had for you that before we kind of go into this past week's um, goings on, are you or are you not on a U.S. sleep schedule yet? And if you are not, do you still intend to end up sort of kind of on a U.S. sleep schedule? I'm not yet. Uh, and, I, and I don't know if and when it's going to happen. If I do it, if I really do do it, I, uh, I need it to be gradual and I need to pick a time because the more thought that I put into it, like originally I'd said, right, I'll probably go to sleep at about two, three in the morning and wake up at 10 or 11. Mm-hmm. But the problem is then when I have to try and sync with other people on the weekends. That's exactly what I was wondering. That doesn't work. So right. I'm trying to kind of, at the moment I'm staggering it. 
the main thing is I'm staying awake until I'm done. So, I mean, I'll go through a little bit in a minute, like as what that has meant so far this week. But I'm trying to just wake up at, like by, by the very latest half past 10 in the morning. And I'm going to try and my kind of plan is to just try and wake up at half past 10, irrespective of what time I go to bed. Because if I wake up at half past 10, I could sleep at 12. You know, I could sleep at midnight. Mm-hmm. But if I start waking up later than that, that's not going to work, I don't think. Fair enough. All right, that's all I had. Uh, do you want to tell me about something else that's cool and then we can cover kind of what happened this past week? Yeah, let's do that. Because it's a nice, nice break point. Um, this episode of Analog is also brought to you by our friends at Hover. Quite simply, Hover is the best way, and it's my favorite way, to buy and manage domain names. And it's my favorite way because it's the best way. <laughs> Right, I think that nice. that's a pretty, it's a pretty obvious thing. It's been my place of choice for years. I, I think I found out about Hover just through listening to other podcasts. It was probably like a five by five ad or something like that, or maybe Twit, many many years ago. Um, and up until then, I'd been using competing, disgusting uh, domain registration brands. Um, but then, as soon as I kind of had used Hover, I mean, they were very Web two point Yeah, back in the days when that was a thing. Casey, do you remember Web two point Oh, yeah. So I remember being very surprised at how easy it was to actually just buy a domain name. <laughs> like, it's like, hang on a minute. This right. isn't what this process should be like. This process is meant to be horrible. Right. Because I mean, you were kind of just so used to the, to the terribleness of it all. But Hover just makes it super easy. They they give you really simple tools to, to search for domain names. Like I, I searched for a domain name for Matt Alexander earlier today. Um, and I just very quickly went in and I searched for a couple of words for him that I, I knew that he needed and the domain was available, so I told him about it. And one thing was like I searched for the domain and I wasn't in fear that Hover were going to register it and then yep. try and sell it back to me for a million dollars, right? <laughs> Which is because I feel that way about other domain registrars. Whether they do it or not, who knows? But I don't feel that way about Hover because I feel like I can trust them because they do great things and make everything so simple. Like when I go to hover.com and I and I actually find a domain that's for me that I'm going to buy, I type in a couple of words, it brings up all the options, it shows me what's available, it shows me of all of the 200 plus top level domain options that they have, the TLDs, like your .coms, .co's, .me's, .plumbing, .academy, .myc, .biz, .whatever, .net, anything. .xyz is a new one that is, is knocking around. Um, I think I think at the moment Hover have some good prices on XYZ domains, but you don't quote me on that because I can't remember off the top of my head. But let's just say that they do. Because they, they have good prices on all of the domains. They're all really cheap. Um, so you kind of go in, you select the ones that you want, you go through, you have who is privacy enabled for free with every domain so people don't find out all of your private information because Hover believe that that's the way it should be. And then once you've purchased it, you have really simple and easy tools for domain registration, uh, so domain management, and they have great guides and talking you through how to do a lot of the DNS stuff that you might need to do if you find that confusing. But if you need any help, they have a no hold, no wait, no transfer telephone support policies. You can give them a call and you'll speak to a very nice Canadian person and they'll be able to help you. Or you can send them an email and they'll, they'll be extremely helpful through email too. You should go right now to hover.com and try them out. You want to use the code FULLTIME at checkout. This will get you 10% off your first purchase at hover.com and it will show your support for Analog and all of Relay FM. That's FULLTIME, all one word, at checkout, F-U-L-L-T-I-M-E. Thank you so much to Hover for their continued support of Analog. 
And in case you live in America, that would be hover that, that Mike was talking about. Hover. Right. All right. So say, Mike, say it how you say it again. Just say it again. Hover. Hover. Yeah, that was perfect, actually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Hover.com. You can just, I could just, maybe I'll cut that out and splice it in a few times. Who knows? It's <laughs> crazy. All right. So tell me how this week went. So Monday was the worst possible way that this week could have started. Well, that's unfortunate. What happened? Uh, we buried my granddad's ashes. <laughs> oh, cool. <laughs> that's lovely. Welcome I to know, retirement. Right? Here's a good I week. know. When my my mom told me this a couple of weeks ago, and I was like, "Really?" <laughs> I didn't say it at the time. I was like, "Really?" Of all the days, uh, so that was just a weird day. I was fine, by the way. I was quite removed from the whole process. It was very strange. I didn't really. The connection wasn't the same. I was sad for people that are upset in my family, but I kind of was a bit like, I don't really understand what's happening if that makes sense like obviously yeah, i knew yeah. what was happening but it was a very strange kind of like i don't know like i've been through this big process and this is just a metal pot that we're putting into the ground like it i don't know it was weird i don't really have sensible things to say about it that probably don't offend everyone in my family and at people listening that have gone through this process but for me personally as much as it still upsets me i've kind of made my peace and that didn't help or hinder any of it Um, anyway so there was that and then uh, we all went out for a meal afterwards as a family so I kind of got back home at the same time I would have got home if I'd been at work so Monday was kind of pretty much a write-off so it it was basically a regular day except the things that made it a regular day was irregular but anyway Mm -hmm. it was regular in time Um, and then kind of like so I kind of took Tuesday as my my first real day. Um, so I woke up and I, I read through some of the emails that I've been saving for like advice that people had sent to me. Um, and then I spent a bunch of Tuesday working on things or I was like prepping for shows and, and uh, I was sending out emails and doing some admin that I needed to do. And it was kind of like the day that I expected to have. I was also, uh, I played about two or three hours of a video game that I needed to play <laughs> for virtual. So it wasn't just for fun. We, uh, uh-huh. I, I had a copy of the game Space Age by Nevin Morgan and Matt Comey, which is a fantastic game. And we were interviewing Matt on Thursday, one, the developer of the game. So I needed to have completed the game um, to be able to talk to him about it. Um I actually ended up completing the game on Thursday, five minutes before we started recording. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so there was that. And then in the evening, I so I decided that I'm keeping Tuesdays, at least just Tuesdays, or there'll be one day a week if I have to move things around to do other stuff. I'll be keeping one evening a week free, which I'll be spending with my girlfriend. Oh, nice. Uh, because it's something I've never been able to do, because Tuesdays have always been, have been free since I started Relay, but I've had to use that time to prep for like Inquisitive, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, so now I don't need to do that. So I went to the movies and we saw Interstellar. How was that? Incredible. I tend to pretty much adore anything that uh, Christopher Nolan does. Then so, you're going to love this. You need to see it, but it's three hours long, so I don't know is how it? you're going to do that. Yeah. Oh, 
yeah, Declan doesn't even go three hours between feedings at this point. So yeah, that that might have to be maybe maybe wait for the DVD. Exactly. But it's uh, it's really I I enjoyed it a lot. Really, really great. But um, so Tuesday evening started the first emotions uh, that have been prevailing throughout this whole week so far. Um, if I'm not working, I feel like I'm cheating or I'm guilty. Hmm. So there, there was no reason why I wouldn't do that on Tuesday evening. I left my house at 6 p.m. Uh, I haven't been doing stuff all day. But then the fact that I was playing a video game for a bunch of the day and then left at 6 p.m., it was kind of like, I don't feel like I've done enough even though I'd got like 75% of my to-do list done. Mm-hmm. Um, and the, the the things that were rest, sorry, the things that were left were probably going to be moved to the next day because they were like multiple day projects anyway. Right, right. Um, so even though I'd pretty much done everything that I'd set out to do that day, I felt like I was slacking off. Hmm. That's weird. It, it, well, it would be weird to me. It is weird to me that you feel that way after normal working hours. Like if you just took Tuesday off to goof or goof around and do whatever, then I could understand you feeling guilty about it. But to leave your house at six 30 in the evening and that's when you're starting to feel guilty. That is, that is a bit peculiar to me. I think I left a bit earlier than that. Let's say I left at five, but still irrespective. But the thing is, so as I've been putting more thought into this is I haven't had regular working hours for five years. Yeah. Yeah. I've always done two days, you know, my day day and my night day. Right. Um, so I I know that the feelings that I'm having are going to pass. It was like when, when we were starting out with, with Relay, when we were in our quiet period. So like we, we'd started to set things up and we were getting things in, in, in shape uh, before we were launching. I'd started to contact some companies for for sponsorship, uh, and we were getting some sponsors in. But you know, we weren't we weren't full up at that point because I didn't want to talk about it too widely. And then when we announced it, up until the point that we started putting the shows out, we were getting sponsors in. And during those those weeks and maybe the first month, if I went a day without selling a sponsor spot, I felt like I was failing. Oh, really? And the company was going to fall apart because the company lives and dies on our sponsors, right? That's where our income is generated. We can only continue if we continue to make money. It's very simple, right? It's like business 101. We have to make money to be able to continue as a business. Mm -hmm. So if I was not selling a sponsorship, I felt like the day was a failure and that the company was going to fall in on itself. What I've since learned is that I... If I make one decent sale a week, that's fine now. I mean, that's what I've learned now because typically we we try and have people that are going to be long-term and, and that kind of thing. And then we like pepper around some some shorter spots here and there. So I do, I, I probably have a couple of things like that a week that we're doing at the moment. And that is keeping us tickety-boo. But at that time, I didn't know that. So it was kind of just like, oh well, if I'm not selling sponsorships, then then we are failing, like, and and we're gonna go out of business. Uh, but so I know it's the same sort of feeling. That that's how that's what I believe. That even though I'm feeling like this now, I just need to to show myself that in a month's time or in two months' time, 
I'm still doing this. Right, that makes sense. So then I don't need to feel that way anymore. That's a sort of crummy way to start. I mean, obviously you didn't choose to feel this way, but I don't know. I knew it'd be something yeah. because I know how I am and, and I am a, I'm a worrier. And I knew that there would be something that made me feel this way. Like I, I had assumed that I would probably feel like there was never, like I was never doing enough anyway. Like I, I don't know why, but I, I didn't know it necessarily manifest itself in this way, which was kind of just like, even though I put the time in. And also, like, there's, it's strange. So, for example, on Tuesday, I was I was traveling back from my girlfriend's house in the morning, and the train that I was getting was delayed by ten minutes, mm-hmm. and that freaked me out. Why? Because it was ten minutes. Who more. cares? Ex- yeah, exactly. So uh, it's about I'm trying to find a balance, and I know that that uh, especially some of the our friends that have sent me uh, advice about this stuff. Don't worry. Guys and girls, I I know I know what's going on here, and I, and my level headedness when I'm thinking about it and being smart about it tells me what I should and shouldn't be doing, and and the way that I will be able to get through this. But I know that to the the other part of me, the worrying part, just needs to see that it's going to be okay first, and once I see that, I'm I'm going to be good. But it's just it's been a it's been strange because I've been do I have this week accomplished more than I usually would in a week. But it's not been rushed or pressured mm-hmm. like it was before. So it feels like I've done less. Okay. So I'm I'm trying to embrace that as much as possible. Um, I, as in like I can do more and actually take some time to myself. Um, I'm trying to embrace that. Because and and I'm trying to fight the ridiculousness. So I'm not I'm not like giving in to these feelings. So like today I went swimming. I thought I saw something about uh, how big Olympic pools are, or something like that. Yeah, they're pre- they're pretty big, Casey. As it turns out, uh huh. Fair so enough. We, uh, I went swimming in the t- 2012 uh, Olympic Games swimming pool today. Oh, the actual pool, the aquatic center, is now open to the public, and I swam in the actual pool that that gold medals were won in. Mm-hmm. It's, they're big. So did you do like three laps? Uh-huh. No, I was in there for about <laughs> half an hour, swimming for about half an hour. I felt pretty good about it. I'm going to go again on Tuesday. Nice. Um, so I'm going to do that a couple of times a week, which is nice. And they have a Westfield Mall there, and they have some nice little places to go and have some lunch in, which I did today. We had a crap. <laughs> I'm assuming you mean crepe? N- no, I mean a crap. The first time you said that, I heard crap. I know. I know. What you, I was not what mentally you. prepared for at the time. But uh, okay, I'm with you. Um, and it's funny you bring that up because I was going to ask you, um, uh, let me take a meandering way to, to get to my point. My parents, as I think I might have mentioned, have recently retired. My dad has recently retired. Um, my mom had the hardest job in the world, which is uh, being a mom to the three of us. And that's not something you ever really retire from. So anyway, so uh, my dad recently retired. They moved 45 minutes west of us from all the way up in Connecticut, which is uh, about 400 miles away. And they've been adjusting to retired life. And it's funny to me because it's it, it didn't take them long. Dad's been retired since roughly July. It didn't take them long to find going and doing errands when most of the world is doing errands they find it completely insufferable and impossible. So like going to the grocery store on the weekend, they just, they hate it because there's 
crowds and people and lines and whatnot. And since they're retired, they can go anytime they want. So if we ever ask them to help us with something that involves going to say a, a big box hardware store, like a Home Depot or a Lowe's or something like that, and, and, it, and it's on the weekend, you can see that or hear that little like uh, in, in their voice when they're like, sure, we'd be happy to do that. Um, and so what I'm driving at when it comes to you is since you're not actually retired as much as I'll forever make fun of you and call you retired, do you think you'll be able to allow yourself to go grocery shopping in the middle of the day on the Wednesday? Or do you think that you're still going to try to keep that outside of regular working hours? Uh, I've been enjoying doing things outside of the, the usual rush. Mm Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm probably going to try and keep a lot of that stuff outside of working hours. And that, that makes total sense to me. And I think that's what I would do. I just, I, I worry on your behalf that that's going to create more of that. Uh, I should be at home. I can't believe I'm at the grocery store right now. I should be at home working. What am I doing? Well, yes and no. The interesting thing, and this is what I'm trying, right? Because I want to be able to do, to do those things all errands and things like that during the day. That's when I would prefer to be able to do those things mm. because it's easier sure. to do them. Um, like I, when I was in the pool today, there was like barely anybody there. And I know it wouldn't be the same if on the weekends or in the evenings, it would be full. Mm-hmm. So I want to do things like that then, mainly because I still can't do anything in the evening because I'm talking to you. <laughs> right? Right. So my working day is so strange. The hours, in theory, still are extremely long. Right. You know, right. from like 10 a.m. until 2 in the morning, right? That is still my working day. I just am now choosing pockets in that day where I'm not working. Okay. So okay. this is what I'm trying to find the balance of. This week has been extremely... I have been extremely productive. Uh I have never been so prepared for an episode of Inquisitive. Um, I had a great episode with Guy English. And oh, I, I can't wait to questions. listen to that. Thank you. It was good. More questions than I've ever had for someone. I'll come back to that interview in a moment, actually, because that, that, that was an interesting thing that happened in regards to that. And uh, I was really, I feel like I've been on top of a lot of the things that have been happening in the world this week. Uh, so I've been more a little bit more informed but i want to be a bit better at that i want to do more reading throughout the week of of news and stuff like that that's going on that's another thing that i'm going to try and get into the habit of doing a bit more of and i do feel like i don't know where the time's gone as well which is really interesting like i'm like i'm like at friday i'm like what have i done all week like i feel like yeah, so it's a it's a it's an interesting sort of mash of feelings, but I know that this week has come to an end, and and I've been very productive, and I feel like I've been very productive. So as the week has gone on, these feelings, like a lot of the stuff that I wrote in our document, which is about like, um, me feeling like I what I mentioned a minute ago about not feeling like I'm not doing enough, or like, um, a feeling guilty or like I'm wasting time and like and I wrote at one point if I'm awake I should be doing things mm-hmm. that those feelings were more prevalent at the start of the week they're still here a bit and I know I'm balancing it um, and I'm quite stressed and uh, my lady has been talking me through this week and trying to calm me down <laughs> uh, and 
as the week has gone on, I'm, I'm, I am starting to feel better, but I do still have this feeling, um, and 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 I know that I just need to let it balance a bit more. Um, but like an interesting thing that happened with Inquisitive. So uh, when I went to edit the show, um, I realised that there was a quite a bad fan noise, like a background fan sound on Guy's track that I didn't notice in Skype. I don't know how. I think Skype it must Skype's compression must have leveled it out Mm -hmm. so i was kind of looking up how to try and remove a noise like this like noise gating was a was obviously the worst possible thing to do right to to find the silences because then whenever guy would speak you'd hear it kick in right right i tried some compression stuff and messing around with equalizers and nothing was really happening um i was working on this for a long time and then i downloaded audacity Mm mm-hmm and they have a a noise uh, removal feature in Audacity, uh, and it worked a charm. I mean, it's still there a bit, but like if you think you can hear a fan in that show, it was if you heard what was actually there, you'd know it was actually, it was actually quite a bit worse. So I was awake until twenty to four in the morning oh, doing goodness. Um. Just because I was like trying out a bunch of different things, but now I have learned an incredibly valuable thing. If this ever comes up again, I know I can just open Audacity and get it fixed. And I've right. had this happen before in the past, but previously I've gone. I just have to ship it, right? You know. Mm-hmm. Now, do you think you're going to spend more time editing shows? Do you feel like there's a need to spend more time editing shows? I, I'm- I don't think so. Okay. No, I, I, there's a couple of things that I want to learn. So I want to learn, and I've, we've had people ask to do it for all of the shows, including this show and many others, is people want me to be compressing, to use a compressor. And I've tried, I've played around with some of this stuff, but I don't fully understand it. So I'm going <laughs> to I'm gonna watch some Linda videos. Seriously, that's what I'm going to do. Because um, I think, because I know Marco had got some stuff from there. I've I've watched him in the past and, and it hasn't really clicked for me. So I need to go back and go over it a bit more because I'd previously kind of just watched it and thought it was pretty good, but then focused more on some other logic stuff about just like the way that you can use some of the tools. And I focused on that a bit more um, and haven't really gone back to the compression stuff because I needed to understand the tools more, you know, like the, the best way to have two things fade together and how to do looping to, yeah, whatever. Right, little right. tips and tricks. But now I want to try and dig into the compression stuff. So it's on my to-do list to do that. So I want to learn things like that, things that make the show's overall quality sound better. But I don't think that I need to do more editing than is already required on the shows that I produce. I know that some people uh, like that and those people get what they want on their show. <laughs> uh, Hi, Mike. But I, I don't want to really... I just don't, it's just not what I want to spend my time doing. I, I don't want to take all that time and then just fill it again with me editing. Yeah, that makes uh, sense. Because I do, you know, I produce six, five something shows a week. I, I don't want to double that amount of time by sitting and going through them. It's just something I don't want to do. It's not something people ask for, but people do ask for like some elements to sound a bit better and I'm going to work on those things. But yeah, the, the idea being basically that previously I would have just... The show's quality, the sound quality would have had to to have been sacrificed because I needed to go to bed. Right. But last night, I was able to stay awake until that time trying to fix it, and I feel like I got it to a pretty good state. And that, 
and and that made me feel really good because it was like you can do this now like if you have a problem there's nothing stopping you from being able to solve that problem because you can spend as much time on it as you need to spend and then you learn and I learned something I learned something very valuable so it's a successful first week then all in all yes it has been I've had some weird th- feelings but I've also had but the weird feelings have not been prevailing uh, I've also had the countering feelings and the fact that I've had those makes you feel like the weird feelings will will yeah. by and large go away right right is it is it living the dream and I mean that not um sarcastically because as someone who has a regular job where I have to work for someone else and yes you could make the argument that you're also working for someone else but just bear with me here um the idea of being able to set my own schedule of being able to work on what I want to work on when I want to work on it again, within reason, that sounds just amazing to me. And it sounds like the most incredible, awesome thing in the world. Do you feel so far like it's either going to be that way or it already is that way? Or do you think this is just trading one set of stress for a different set? It's a dream. Okay. It's not the dream. So what's the dream? So the dream is is the dream, right? It's the idea of, oh, I can just do what I love to do every day and, and it's going to be awesome. I do get to do what I do every day, what I love to do every day, and it is awesome. But it comes with an incredible amount of stress and pressure because I have to keep being able to do it every day. Right. So when you do, when you do something like this on the side, the side business... It doesn't matter if it's successful from a business perspective because it's the side. When the side business becomes the full business, when it becomes the entire business, you need that business to be successful. And sometimes there's nothing you can do about that. Like in some instances, there's little effect you can have or you can try and do everything you think you can do, but it doesn't help. You know, and because, you know, sometimes I could send, you know, I could uh, all of a sudden be, no, nothing could happen to the show's download numbers, but we could stop getting sponsors. Who knows? Sure. Like, and there's nothing I could do about it. People either aren't interested or like all of, you know, imagine if three of the big companies that we use, they went out of business, right? I can't do anything about that. But then they make up a big portion of my income and they're gone away. You see? Or they, or companies just decide they don't want to spend money on this stuff anymore. They they own so much money now that they want to advertise on billboards instead. Right? Or they want to advertise in Time Magazine instead of Mike Hurley's show. It, so it's like those things, there's nothing you can do about them. So it is a dream like the dream is that i now get to focus on doing what i love every day and that is incredible it's what i've always wanted and and i am i couldn't be happier with it but it's not like 100% the magical thing that you'd expect because um it comes with pressure still yeah there's so much writing on it that as much as you do have control you're also simultaneously totally out of control. Yeah. Yep. Yep, exactly. And and so it's, you know, that's why, you know, potentially the dream is doing what you love, but doing it for somebody else because there's more protection in it. I yeah. don't know. But 
I am very happy and, and, and I feel very happy because there's lots of things going on right now that I'm excited about and I'm able to do basically all of the things that I want to do and I can do them when I want to do them. And by and large, like I am, now, I've well, I mean, I've achieved my goal. My goal is done now. So now I need to think of the next one. But like this has been my goal for the last five years and I've I've done it. It's an incredible achievement, and I'm very proud of myself. And I'm very proud of myself. I don't really talk about this in it very much, and it's kind of a bit like, look at me, look how fantastic I am. But I have I have achieved this goal against all seeming odds. Yeah. So five years ago, I liked blogs and podcasts, and you know, and I listened to people like Marco and John and Merlin. And was like, I want to, I, one, I want to know those guys, and two, I want to do what those guys do. Uh, and I've and I've been able to to achieve that, and and it's kind of uh, an incredible thing. I feel very lucky because I know that there are a lot of people that would love to be in my position, and I hope that for those people, I don't let them down. You know, they're the people that I kind of want to succeed for the most because there's like an int- for me, whether people feel this way, but I feel an affection for, 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 for those sort of people, like the people that want to do what I'm doing because I was one of those people and I've been very lucky, I think, um, in that I've been able to get to this point. Uh, so that, you know, I, I, I'm pleased. I'm, I'm very happy with that and, and that fills me with a great sense of pride and achievement. Um, so and, and that's one of like the prevailing things for why I'm going to work really hard at this, you know? Yeah. But... um. It seems like all in all, things are well. You're enjoying it. You've got some, you know, bumps in the road, but but you've already kind of figured out that there's a way through them and a way over them. And yeah, it's just time. Time is a healer. That's awesome. I'm so I'm so unbelievably excited for you. I am extremely jealous because I'm thinking of it without all the stress and burden associated with it. I'm thinking of it as just, we, I'm going to go to the pool because I can, you know, and, uh, and but it I, is good though. Like that is great. That, yeah. that feeling is great because it's true. I can go to the pool because I can like, that is true. You know, that's awesome. All right. Anything else going on? What else? What else is up? Uh, we still have the email show to do like email part two. Right. Um, we will. I have like a whole episode worth of follow up that we'll maybe try and maybe next week or, or the week after, depending on on what pops up. But that is still coming. Um, basically, every email I receive now, uh, people <laughs> we'll talk about we'll talk about this later. But people say I don't expect a reply, and it makes me feel sad every time. <laughs> right. So it's like guys, please, it's okay. You don't. You don't. It's okay. But some people I know do it for a joke, which makes me smile. But sometimes, you, you, I don't know, if, I feel like I can tell if people are being serious or not. But you, if you're going to email me, please don't feel like you need to to, to excuse me. Yeah. You know, like mm-hmm. people say, oh, I, you don't have to reply to this. That That's like, you know, I feel, I feel like people are doing that because they want to take the guilt away from me in some instances. But don't do that. Like, it's fine. Like, I'm the weird one, not you. <laughs> fair enough alright does that make it a show I think so thank you so much to Linda and 
Hover for sponsoring this week's episode. We love you guys very much. If you'd like to find our show notes for this week's episode, you want to point your web browser at relay.fm slash analog slash 14. Don't forget, we do record this show live. Check relay.fm slash schedule for up-to-date scheduling information as to when we will be recording this show on the internet for you and for your amusement. Uh, I am iMike at iMike, I-M-Y-K-E on Twitter. Casey is at Casey List, C-A-S-E-Y-L-I-S-S. It's Casey List. And we'll be back next week for another episode of Analog. Say goodbye, Casey. Goodbye, Mike. Hello, listeners. The after show this week is an interesting discussion that myself and Mr. Liss had about taboo terminology, so things that you should and shouldn't say. So because of that, there's some... Not foul language, but language that some listeners may find a little offensive. Not to be offensive, of course, but just because we wanted to have a discussion around that. So I just wanted to mention that and warn you of it before you start this week's after show. Goodbye. Do you guys have like each other's IM or buy message addresses or whatever? Yes. Okay. I didn't know if you had climbed to that level of the pyramid or not. Um, she was Marco, Marco, I messaged me. It gave me his phone number to iMessage him before he followed me on Twitter. (laughs) I'm not sure if that's the most Marco thing I've ever heard or just on the list. Basically, Uh, he he emailed me. When I was wondering whether to buy a Mac Pro or not, he emailed me and gave me his phone number. mm -hmm. That was effectively what happened. If only it was that easy to pull girls. (laughs) You mean to find fit birds? Isn't that the UK way of saying it or is that from like 10 years ago? Pull, pull is is the, is the term. That's so oh. icky, but whatever. I know, I know, I know. There are some cultures. Uh, it's not a no, nice way to say it. It's gypsy cultures, um, where they they call it grabbing, mm. and it's a literal thing where they chase each other around and grab. I've told you about my obsession with gypsies, right? The gypsy wedding stuff. Yeah. Oh God, so good. Yeah. It's difficult because it's actually, it is a slightly, not slightly, it is a derogatory term, but I don't think there's a better name, like travelers, but that kind of sounds worse. Yeah, it's funny because, um, you know, one of the things, this this is almost a segment in and of itself, but I'll make it very quick. One of the things that I've learned about doing ATP is that things that I don't find offensive at all are deeply offensive in other English-speaking cultures. And so... Or just things you didn't know were offensive in the first place. Right. I get some of those, too. Right. Or or things that, you know, in America, it's like, yeah, whatever. That's that's normal vernacular. But in the UK, apparently, is terrible. And so one example of that is gypped, um, which in America is like, oh, you got screwed out of something. Yeah, that's what it means here to it. But... Who's telling you differently. Yeah, well, but the thing of it is, is apparently it has a connotation or an etymology that comes from Romani gypsies or something along those lines. Oh, right. Well, that makes sense. You see what I'm saying? And so it's, it's kind of a derogatory term there. And then the other, the other one that stands out that apparently the UK really finds offensive, but is not at all a bad thing in America is to say somebody is spastic or spazzing about something. Oh God, please don't. Every time, every time you say it, it freaks, it makes me, feel bad for you that's the thing like and and i say it all the time because in america it genuinely is not a bad thing it really honestly isn't yeah do you know where it comes from though i i know it's something to do with um it's with someone who is challenged and cannot control their limbs but i don't know any more than that right so the term the term spastic 
spastic used to be the name of a society for cerebral palsy called the Spastic Society. That was the name of the oh, charity. Oh, I didn't know that. And then it then got adopted as a... Um, kind of like a colloquialism? Yeah, but just a, a term for all disabled people. They were then called spastics, shortened to spazzes. Uh, the charity is now called Scope. Interesting. I had no idea. And so, yeah, That's so there's been... There's been a handful of times that not only me, but I, I mean, I've certainly it's certainly something I say relatively often. But I'll, one of us will say it on the show, and we'll get a surprising amount of angry email about it. And it's, yeah, it's hard really because well, and that's the thing is it's hard because to us we don't mean it that way, and it's of you know, and it's not intended that way. No. But I mean, if it's if it's a deeply offensive term to you guys, it, that that doesn't make it easy to hear. You know what I mean? So. No. It's it's a tough thing. Well, it, it it sucks because you don't mean to be upsetting. Yeah, exactly. But they are upsetting things. Right. So I mean what you know there's only so much you can do and I think the key for all of those things is once it's been pointed out to you, you try and mm-hmm. stop. You know, or, you know, you you definitely limit and you try and stop. Yeah. It's not it's not easy to just cut something out. Yep, you know, yep. you've said something for like years and years and years. It was like, you know, I've spoken before on the show about like the way that I've tried to change the way that I speak over time and, and stuff like that. And so that stuff's really, really hard to do. And I still fail at it sometimes, you know, just the way I pronounce some words. But yeah, it's it's hard. It is really hard. And it's hard because if ATP was just popular in America, then it wouldn't be a problem anyway. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I don't know. It, it's. I hope I don't mean to sound. I hope I don't sound like I'm complaining. I'm not complaining at all, or I'm not trying to anyway. It's, it's just, just a an very interesting thing to point out, right? It? It's just, right. Yeah, that, it's not a complaint because ever people are being. I mean, there are some times where people can go too far, but it, most of the time it's very helpful uh, feedback because otherwise you wouldn't. Yeah, know. I wouldn't have had any darn idea. So. Well, there's no reason why you would. I mean, it's like how I said to you, you know, and, and there are certain words that I cut out of the shows that people say because they're fine in the States to say, but in the UK, they're, they're classed as curse words. Oh, like what What was, I was asking you about two, was it something about drinking that I had asked you which one is yeah. worse? Yeah. And you had said one of them is considered swearing and one of them is like just a colloquialism. I won't the, P, the P word mm-hmm. is is the bad one. Interesting. Okay. I, think. I can't remember what the other one you asked me. Oh, shoot. Neither can I. It doesn't really matter, but now I want to remember. Ah, uh, crap. I don't know. It'll come Bladdered, I think, was the one that you asked me. Bladdered? Oh, it no. wasn't bladdered then. There's a great comedy sketch that I'll never find um, because it was just like by some comedian. I never knew their name even, but it was like how saying in the UK, um, you can basically take any word and make it sound like someone's drunk. It's like something that we do. So we have like bladdered, trolleyed, plastered. They all mean drunk. <laughs> and he said, you could say, oh, I'm Wednesdayed. Oh, <laughs> I was so Wednesdayed last night. And, and for some reason, in our culture at least, it becomes like everybody knows what you're talking about. Oh, we must have meant that he was really drunk. <laughs> that's, a, that's amazing. Oh, man. That's awesome. All right. Uh, do you want to start the uh, show? We have a lot to talk about. Yeah. Um, yes. 